Uh-uh, uh yo. <sighs> Back at it again. Soul Searching Podcast, Sneaker Podcast, not just yeah. about sneakers. Yes, that's what it is, baby. Sneaker Addict uh-uh. 11, name subject to change soon. We're going to go around the room. We got a special <laughs> guest with us. <laughs> just we roam uptown, downtown, roams around, baby. It's your boy, Soulful Mike, on the check-in. Yo, it's the kid, Joey Gold, 24K, a.k.a. Joey Golden. We got a special guest in the studio announced in every tournament in New York City. That's right. This man is well known as the voice. That's right. And I've seen him out there. He knows every streetball NYC and overseas players that's come across this hollow ground which we call NYC. That's right. I respect this man. He's a great father. He's an even greater friend. And he holds it down. We've met playing ball. We still play ball. <laughs> and now he's venture off in a different chapter in his life where he emcees tournaments. He makes them way more liver than they appear to be. There's been some times I've been there where the talent is lackluster. <laughs> <laughs> However, the commentary is up to par. The man I'm talking about is Slimothy, a.k.a. Slim Duckets. My man, Slim, is in the building today. Let's go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. By the way, Brooklyn's up. <laughs> That's fast. We are talking about the state of emergency right now. The conversation that me and Slim has had for years about NYC street ball. We are all NYC basketball players here. We're all NYC ballers. We have all ventured off in different paths and different boroughs and have our own stories and war stories to tell about basketball. But it all brings us down to one thing. It's about these sneakers. We all have a preference. We all have a choice. And we're going to go around the room real quick and talk about what's your favorite outdoor and indoor basketball sneaker of all time. Street ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you was in the league? <laughs> yeah, I was in the league. I, was in the league. I, I, I played for a minute. All right, joking, all right. Joking, joking. You, know you had a cup of coffee? <laughs> nah, <laughs> word, man. Yeah, I used to, I used to do that. I used yeah, to do so, that. I mean, we're going to go. But, um, go ahead, Rome. Go ahead. I, I, I think I, I could set this one too. off. Yeah. I think I could set this one off. And I, I, I got one that, one street ball shoe that y'all all probably, y'all probably played in it, too. Okay. Um, the Blacktop Series. Reebok, you Reebok, never Reebok, played Reebok, Reebok, Reebok? Yes, okay. the Black Top series, man. Okay. That's before my I time. remember, okay. I remember being a teenager, mm-hmm. and I seen him in Foot Locker, mm-hmm. and I said, "I need those right there. <laughs> like not, I not need the pumps, those, not the pumps, not the pumps, just the, just the player yeah. where it said Black Top on the tongue, where it said Black Top on the tongue, cartoons. Yeah, well." At that time, <laughs> that Blacktop series yeah. was real, y'all. I'm telling you, it was. It was, it, and, and the first pair that I seen was the all black with the white. Yeah, those were beautiful. Yes. Man. And I actually used them to play ball. I played in a few tournaments around the way, you know. Good grip. And they were more. pretty good, man. They was they they had the high top. They was good for the ankles and everything. I played in those. Those those were a good shoe to play in. Okay, the Blacktop series that was good. All right, all right. I'm they sure. I'm put sure. Put me off guard with me. Put <laughs> me off guard. I respect that. Me and Mike was that. watching Power Rangers. That's <laughs> All right. As okay. As it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a dog. All right, Mike. What's yours? Um, 
outdoor, mine's at the tie. I love playing in the half sense. Mm-hmm. Like, those were super durable. Mm-hmm. And they were light enough, but they were heavy at the same time. Like, you could go on the post and do what you want to. Yeah. But I also love playing in six rings outside. The I Jordan six you, rings. You and Josh had those. They yeah. were super. Like, I ran a hole through yeah, the yeah, gym, but they were super comfortable. I love the Jordan six rings. And then indoor hooping, I would probably have to go. Not for nothing, I probably would have to go with the. Um, even though it gave me the foot problems, I love them hyper dunks. The 2014. <laughs> even though they gave me foot problems. We did some work in them hyper dunks. Them hyper dunks. Oh, man. We did some On work court, in them things were super comfortable. I mm-hmm. love those. So I probably would have to go with those. Okay. Joey, we Outdoor LeBron Soldier Twos. With straps? Wait, no. Oh, they twenty five. The non, the non. They didn't know? have, they didn't have straps. No, not no. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the zoom straps. The two straps. Yeah, the two, yeah. The, those are the threes. Okay. I'm talking about the those, twos. Those, those. The one that that they were like kind of like a V shape. They had the milk crate on the bottom and the milk about. crate yeah. cut in the bottom. Yeah, those like, stuff. The soldiers. I mean, oh, I do know. I had both yeah, colors yeah, of those. Yeah. I, had I, the, I had the, I had the, I had the black. It was black suede and yeah. the white on the side. I had yeah. I mean, I, I scored the most points I ever did in, in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in those. Okay. So, this is a good memory. Matter of fact, no, I scored way more before that. Mm-hmm. But it just felt better in those, in those. though. <laughs> <laughs> it felt better in those. I wasn't the best player on the team when I had those on. If I'm the best player on the team, then it's not it's not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if, I'm scoring, if I'm scoring 30 points on the team, it's... We, we we not a good team. So <laughs> that that time when I had a good efficient twelve points yeah. in the soldier 12. two, yeah. it was a really good. It was okay. a really Legit good. Nah, that's, that's, that's really good. That's respect. No indoor. And indoor. I want to say my Kobe twos, dog. No wait wait. I take that back. Horachi two K four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rocks 2K4. Those, yeah, those are getting them everything the fuck out of here. Yeah, those are cool. 2K4. Before we get to Slim, I'm going to do mines. This one's going to be off a little bit, but Slim is going to personally remember these. Nike Battleground came out with a series in the late mm-hmm. early 2000s. I feel where you're going. And when Nike Battleground sneakers, the Nike Battleground line, after the posits that you picked last episode that you were wearing, mm-hmm. they had their own line of Battleground sneakers. We was balling heavy in West 4th. I came out one day, the all black, patent leather, leather, and meta- metallic red. I wore them to the park, played in them. Hands down, the best ball kicks I've ever had. I played in them to the soles were done. First Can day I wore them. First day I wore them. Somebody said, yo, what are those? Yo, what are those? To the point where somebody borrowed them to play a game and gave them back to me two weeks later. And I was just like, wow. Like, I didn't think I was going to get my sneakers back, but they, I got them back. And then that two weeks later, I came to the park. Everybody had a pair. Man. Everybody had a pair. And they, was, about a they were super attainable. They were about $60. I, didn't, I never Ooh. paid more than that. And I got like two, two, two colorways. I didn't have more than two. But I played in them so much that I was just like, I can't even like do anything else but imagine playing bowling. And then they came out with like a Battleground Shock, a Battleground. Um, it was like, it was a... The, the winner of the Nike Battleground tournament got the silver ones. Junie. But yeah. Yeah, Junie Sanders got the... No, at that time it was Mike James. Mike, um... Mike, oh, man, Mike, um... Mike, um... Mike was the king of New York first, then Junie. 
Mike got no, no, no. Mike won King of New York. Yeah, he won but, Battlegrounds, but yeah, Junior Girls Battlegrounds. He had the silver ones, not those, not those. These, these, those joints. Yeah, the ones that actually said Battleground. I had them joints. Classic. They were super simplistic sneakers. Like there was nothing. There was no super tech in them, but they just were the, the right basketball sneaker. Like it was just, it was perfect. It was a right basketball sneaker. And then everybody had mad colorways. Indoor, no doubt. I thought about it. Hyperdunks were up there, but it's Clutch Fit Threes. Clutch Fit Threes mm-hmm. is my favorite indoor sneaker. I'm a big dude, and they made me feel like I was 100 pounds. I was out there dribbling. Pivot moves, playing, and I played the best defense I've ever played in those shoes because I can feel the floor. Mm. I play on the balls of my the, my feet when I play defense, and if I can, I predict movements. If you get me, you you get me. But if I'm already guarding you and I predict your movement and I get to the spot and I can recover at my size, that's a problem. And I was able to recover, double back, get back, tap shots away, not and all them joints. Like yeah, sweating. like and them joints felt like socks, but I didn't feel like I was gonna get hurt. Mm. I wore them joints till they got smooth and they still were good shoes. I would wet them, go back out there and play. And, and, and the price point was perfect because I got them in Marshalls for like 45 mm-hmm. So, so it, it was perfect. Hard to disagree with 45 yeah. <laughs> Slim, what's yours? What's oh, yours? Man. So, outdoor, I would have to say the Tim Duncan's the zip up joints. Mm. Like, I was for if I dogged in those. Mm-hmm. Like, once I zipped them up, it was game time. I mm-hmm. dogged in those all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, indoors, I gotta, I gotta go to Mike with the Karachi 2 k fours. I had those in like four different colorways, and mm-hmm. I balled them all. <laughs> I, I had those like four different colorways, and I balled them those. We played in uh, USL when I had those. We did, we did play in USL. We did play when we had the um, the laser print Kobe joint. Nah, we're not even talking about the laser, laser print, print Kobe joints. We're gonna say those. We're gonna say those for a little we bit had of the show. We had the laser print Kobe joints. I remember. We, had, was, the, we, we had the city on fire. You know what's crazy about the Mr. Prince Kobe? You know, we, we paid, what, like 100, right? About flat. Days, flat. Flat. Wow. You know how much Fight Club had them for? How much? 450, bro. God. Damn. Wow. <laughs> crazy. And we, and the funny thing is, when those came out, they were attainable. Yeah. They wasn't like some limited release. They came out in stores and just nobody, everybody they was like. They to go get them. They wanted to get them, and we got them in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. We got them on third. We had this last spot on third. No, didn't we get them from Dr. J's on 34th? We did. The Sid, big, the from big Sid, section. From Sid. And I called you from Sid on Dr. Shout out to Sid, man. Yeah, Sid and Dr. J yeah. on 34th. Man, that was a dude. He would call yeah, me when man. stuff came through. I hate they closed that spot. Right. I love that. that, that you you could get so yo, much good things in Sid there, Sid would bitch. call me. He yo, would legit man. call my home line and be like, word. yo. No, <laughs> like Sid was, he was a good dude. Like, he... Like, he knew what I liked, and he'd yeah. be like, yo, I know you don't really like Jordans, but these is in. Right, right. And he, he would give me a list of stuff that's in, he'd be like, I can put a 12 aside, but you got a date. Like, he wasn't, right, wasn't, right, right. wasn't going to change you. He'd be like, yo, he you was got a fan. date. Like, yeah, you knew when he said that. If you yeah, wanted like, them, you, you had you to get down today, there. You come today, you're going to get them. I can only hold them for a date, but if you coming through, you got it. Sid so yeah. was a good dude. Good yeah. dude. I missed that. Spot. But yeah, like but see, my man Slim, like I said, he's an announcer at Mad Street Tournament. I come to him. Anytime somebody's talking crazy out there, some new guy, I text him first. But we've seen, we're introducing to him, because I didn't go to tournaments like that. And I was one of those dudes that was just like, with basketball, if I'm not playing in it, I, I was just on some lab. I'm not, I didn't even want to watch it. He was one of the dudes that was like, nah, why you got to come to these tournaments. You got to come to West Fourth. You got to go out here. You got to go. And it was some small tournament. The biggest tournament we went to was Dog Show. The Dog Show and, um, and, um, it's not in the Heights. What is that? Yeah, it's in the Heights. It's in the Heights, right? The heights. And Dog Show is a tournament that when the lights go out in the park, win or lose, the tournament's over. 
but like dudes are fighting before the lights go out to get yeah. their points up. So when the lights go out, they'll be like, yo, we might not play this game again, so we, we gonna get mm -hmm. up. But there's games that ended at a stalemate. But when them lights shut out, people are still in the park like, yo, you can, like, we, we gonna finish this game. And that was the, one of the dopest. And our boy Link, one of the dudes that taught us like playing ball and all that stuff, like he was like a legend out there. So he comes out there, we was with him. We got mad love just standing on the side, but I'm just like, damn, how does he know about this tournament? Because he lived, at the time he lived nearby, but he was just gravitated towards mad tournament. He be telling me about stuff in the Bronx that I thought I knew about. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, there's stuff up the block from you, I'm coming through. I was on Rosedale. I'm like, where's this tournament? Like, I'm right here. Like, I never even heard about it. Oh, there's something in Watson. He called me, it was a year ago. He, the dude, um, what's this dude's? Santana's nephew. Oh. From Jelly Fan. Oh, ja. Yeah, uh, he was in a tournament. And it was a big NYC tournament. I was like, this is right up where my mom's lived. And, like, Watson, right? and yeah, and I mean, Watson, I'm like, damn. Yeah, the, like, uh, it's, the high school NYC Yo, and it was a dope was, tournament. And, but see, I'm, I'm jaded. We're jaded. We've seen legends in New York. I've seen people that legit could have made the league. And knowing basketball now, I know that there's some dudes who could have never made the league. They were just elite street ball players, and then that's all they ever going to be. That was their lane. But me personally, and Slim Noses, I was a big Skip to My Lou fan. I've played with this man. I've been in the same circles as this man, and I knew then that he was a cut above the rest. He did not sweat in games. He would give you 50 and laugh in your face. And he didn't, no one made him do something that he didn't want to do on the court. The next one that I pick is is um the late great Black Widow, Ali oh, Moe. And oh, Ali Moe, I had the pleasure of seeing him when I used to live in Harlem with my dad. Yes, yes. And I knew him that since then. Dude. Like, I didn't know him personally. Like, I could say what up to him. But, you know, in Harlem, it's Harlem's love. Harlem's love. You say what's up to Harlem, it is what it is. That man did stuff on the court. I thought he was KG. Yo. In the hood, real talk. Too. When yeah, he was skinny, he was I thought very pre I, I thought right. he was KG in the hood with with better hands. I wouldn't even say there, there was nothing you can do with him. I wouldn't even say KG. The funny thing about Ali Mo is that as I always been told in like high school, whatever, I probably was told as a kid on whatever team I played on. Mm -hmm. But Ali Mo had me like, yo, you know what? I don't care how much taller I am than everybody else. I'm still gonna dribble the ball. Yeah, this dude is six nine. I'm bringing it up, and his yo yo is yeah. ridiculous. Was, like, nothing, like, nothing you can do. Like it's, it's, it's guards on his team, but nothing they're getting a rebound and giving it to him. And there's dudes up. like that. There's dudes like him, like Al. He has so much finesse that you would think he's not dunking it, but he, he would flush it on you. And the instant you think, oh, I got, he would flush it. I just thought that game was so sweet and sour that you you didn't see that too much. And now I look at the sneaker culture now, and I look at dudes like Foma Simpson, guys who play college ball, who get opportunities to design sneakers, and I'm thinking, man, I think about how M1 blessed Skip. That mm. M1, the Tacha mm. Men is not Skip's yeah. shoe, right. but we know it is Skip's shoe. Yeah. Stephon Marbury, who started out as a street ball player, mm -hmm. M1 said, yo, we got you with these Coney mm -hmm. Islands, and they, he took it to the league, so it, it kind of like doesn't count. But those are two streetball players that, went in their heyday, if there was a sneaker for them, it would have went off the racks. In New York. Yeah. I'm, I'm just New saying York. in New right, York. Right, I'm right. not going to go worldwide. I'm, it, the silhouette would probably sold somewhere else. But in New York, we would have called it the Skip. We would have called it the Alley Mo. We would have called it the Black Widow. And I'm not even going to go with Nike. 
I'm gonna go with and one yeah, because of can't, can't because of how that. raw yeah. they were right, in the streets. Yeah. They didn't care. And I'm they not talking. Care. I'm not talking tech. I'm not talking because yep. back then shoes were very simplistic. It wasn't about Dudes the wasn't, tech. It, it wasn't, wasn't about, about the tech. The they got that. there with with the Kevin Garnett slash you with and one. But anyway, but they weren't the super techie company. But I look at that and I'm like they they rolled with these two players when they and they took them on their ride and they rolled with them as well. But I think they would have gave them a simplistic shoe. And they're like, yo, this is all right. This is good. And and they may have would have put their face on it. They would have put some graffiti on the side. And they would have splashed it with the apparel. But y'all, I need to know y'all top two street ball players. What company or what sneaker, what silhouette, anything that you would give them. Or would you design your own the shoe? Most simp- the most simpler times when all we, all we really needed was just some ankle support. Yeah. And uh, um, what's, the, what's this, the arch in your heel? That's it. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's Anything it. other than that was like, yeah, you doing too much. We don't need no, we this, don't need the air. We don't, we don't need no vapor. <laughs> I can't feel the floor. When I step down. <laughs> we don't need no vapor or yeah. nothing to that. Just, we just need some good socks after that. I need to know. Man. We're going to go wrong. I got to go with you, bro. Top two favorite street ball players. And well, what's, what's all right. You already mentioned two for me, but I'm going to go with my hometown, the BX. Okay. And I'm going to go with. I'm gonna go with Kareem Reed. Oh, Reed. That's my man, Ooh, the best Reed. kept secret. Okay. I'm gonna go with him, and I'm gonna go with uh, with Future. Okay. Mm. Future's okay. my man. Okay. Future's my man, and so is Reem. I grew up with them right in the same hood, man. We okay. all from from Darkside, Burnside. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those are my dogs. So I'm gonna go with them too, man. I rock with them, and I'm gonna put them with. Green, he's so he's so tough, and he was yeah. little, yeah. and he and he would get to the hole. He was quick. No, he would get he, to the he, left. He would get. He would <laughs> all right, all right, you right. He would you do that spin spin to the left. Listen, he would he spin. He would spin. He would spin. He had the little teardrop, but he had game. Though. He had that 30 boy had left. Game. Exactly. He would, he would get thirty with left. But you couldn't stop him though. You couldn't stop him though. That's my man. He's locking up the other Exactly. That's what made him so good. So. For Reem, I got to give him a good shoe. I would have to put him on Adidas. Okay. I would have to put him on Adidas because he's going to need the comfortable shoe so he can do what he do. That lateral movement. Yes, he, 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 he boost definitely boosts something, boost okay. technology. If Similar to the that, Harden's? Or? That'll be good. Yeah, something like that. He could do He could do a mid or a low. He could okay. do it. Could I would see him in a low. He could do like, that. I feel like yeah. seeing him like in a low. He, he, he could definitely do that. He That's could definitely dope. do that. Now, Future, Future... Me knowing him, <laughs> he gonna he gonna wanna rock with Nike. You yeah, know what I'm saying sure. that's him. He gonna wanna rock with Nike. That's my dog right there. Man. His son is balling. Yeah, too. his son is balling right now. Yes, yes, man, yes. Actually, I'm probably gonna be with them in the summertime when it get hot. You know, all of us hibernating right now, but we'll all be chilling in the summer and see them in the parks and at the tournaments around up there in the Bronx and everything. They be in Harlem too, so you know, I'm always in Harlem as well. So. But those is my two guys, man. That that street ball players who got a name out there and they drop buckets. Yeah. Those is my dudes right there. Besides the other two that you mentioned, Mike, who you got? I only could go based off of what I saw. Okay, for me, so like I like street ball. Maybe not as much a job, but like yeah. I rock with street ball dudes to a degree. But one that always that always like held credence to me, and this is out in L.A. Was Demetrius Hook uh, Mitchell? Of course. Oh Hook. yeah. Like yeah. Hook. Yeah. Like when you hear Jason Kidd and them talk about him, 
and they'd be like, yo, he was the ten times like, yeah. like, yo, he's way better than all of us. Like, we can wholeheartedly admit that, that <laughs> this dude wasn't doing this is Jason Kidd, and people like that saying that from the Bay, where you don't get love thrown at you easily. Like, NBA TV made a documentary, yeah. like an Who hour and a half long joint. On him, this dude is the first one jumping over cars oh, and that. not the hood. Yeah. We talking no, 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 legit, no, no, legit car clearing cars. cars, not the Blake Griffin, yeah, yeah not the Blake Griffin joint. So I gotta go with him. I probably would give him a Nike, mm-hmm. just cause like any, any yeah. like I think like a shock, like a, like I was a BB4, about to say that, like yeah, because the advertising like would be crazy. The advertising would be crazy, yeah, for, him. Would be crazy yeah. for him. So I would jump over. A car. He still had, yeah. like he's even in the documentary he was in his forties. And he right. was eight, right. he still, he still was doing it. Yeah, he was yeah. jumping over people. I remember yes. seeing that too. Like, like, that joke was crazy. Easy. So I would I would do him, mm-hmm. and then I would have to do friend of the show Smush. Oh, Smush in West Fourth. Oh yeah. man! <laughs> and hoops in the sun. He yeah. was cooking up there. Like, man. like Smush what? was a ball yeah, player, was, in the, and that's how he yeah. got recognized. Yeah. Not for nothing. Yeah. Was through yeah. his street yeah. ball stuff. Not no college. Not no yeah. high school stuff. Yeah. It was him out in the street. So I got to give Smush some love on that too. And I, I would let him go with Nike. As a matter of fact, no, I would let him go with Adidas and any mid sneaker at Adidas. Yeah, you mid, know he a fan of the Yeah, mid. he liked yeah. the mid. So any mid, especially with a boost or something yeah. like that on it, I think that would be perfect. Shout out to Smush. Yeah, yeah. Show. Smush, Smush. He need to come back. He tried out for the big three. Yeah, again. Yeah, he tried yeah. out. He, I don't think they drafted him though. I don't yeah. think draft. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. So on today too. Smush. Smush. You see, still good cook. Still good cook. Joey, what you got? Alright. I was thinking I was thinking hard trying to pick somebody different. Right. <laughs> but I couldn't. Because in my youth, in my soul, I grew up watching and one mixtape. Mm-hmm. I can't not pick Skip. I'm from yeah. I'm from Queens. Mm-hmm. I watch I studied the moves. I practiced them. The fake swipe yeah. with the under the leg. <laughs> I practiced that to death. No, no, yo, like, I'll be to cut you over. Remember when she, <laughs> Remember when he put his foot on homeboy chest yeah, and drew it in That was, that was, that was Ali Mo. That was Ali Mo, too. That was crazy. Ali Mo killed that. Yeah. I mean, my my standpoint is more from the outside looking in because I was a little young and I was just watching it on tapes. Yeah. And the first time I actually got to watch him live was... Uh, it was a ruck. It was like the Rucker uh, EBC USA tournament, mm-hmm. and it was like it was just New York versus like Seattle or yeah, somebody. Like Boston. And or Skip Skip yeah. hit Skip hit like the game winning three, and he had a couple moves mm-hmm. when he did a move on the baseline and did a pass. And was like, oh, you know what I mean? I think he had like eleven points, something like that, and. And Stevenson had like 40 or something yeah. like that. Nate Robinson had like 40. And Jamal Crawford had like 40. Everybody had 40 somehow. Yeah. And it was just a crazy-ass game. So that was like my experience just watching Skip like for the first time. And outside of the tapes, yeah. of course, easily we get we get an and one. Right, Duh. right. And um, I would pick Ali Mo, but since you already mm-hmm. said Ali Mo, and just to be different, I'm gonna go with hot sauce. Okay. okay. Now, most of mo- most of us, words. most of us, we we watch hot sauce and we be like, he's more like a a show more yeah, than that. Like, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we not looking at it like yeah. we gonna pick him first on the yeah. if we need a tournament. Yeah. Like if we going to if we going to Dykeman yeah. and we gotta go against yeah. too hard to guard or somebody. Dominican power. <laughs> Dominican power. Yeah. We not picking sauce first, but it's like culturally, yeah. 
just yeah. watching the game the way he had he, an impact. Like, he impacted. He impacted the street ball yeah. world and just his moves that pretty much were damn near never before seen and stuff like that. I just give Sauce the, that respect. Mm-hmm. Side um, note. Yeah. Side note. I'm with you with the skip thing, and I want to make this clear. My influence with skipping Ali Moe did not come from the Al- Al- M1 tapes. I'm a little bit yeah, older. Mine so I'm younger, I, so no, I yeah, apologize I'm like you for my youth. But no, but, so okay. but, no, but the good thing is, the good thing is, is that you were influenced by the right M1 right, team, right, exactly. which is the first, first one. Yeah, the first right. Because right. the first one was in circulation for years yeah. in M1's company. Right. And they just had it, and the company themselves were just watching it. And they were just like, let's just put it out here. Yeah, the because game, those tapes are from like 94, exactly. 99. The game I actually saw in person, and I was with my dad, and my uncle was in the gym River, Riverside in Riverside Park. when they said no one could dunk on my man the late great Conrad McGregor. Mm-hmm. And they said and they was and they bet a hundred. And and my man half man amazing was like I'm I can dunk on anybody in here. And they was like you not dunking on Conrad. And my dad stepped in was like you not dunking on Conrad because Conrad got buckets and he played defense, defense. He and he did. was an athletic and monster. He was a big he was he was a beast, but he would like get up the floor. And I remember, like, the energy in the gym. And then the side bets was, no one can guard Skip. And it was like, well, no one can guard Al. And yeah. they like, oh, well, and they didn't hate each other. Yeah. It just, no but one it did. went Everybody that was like, way, though. Competitiveness. That's what it was. And this is Skip. And this is Skip versus Ali Mo Tate. Exactly. And they talked about that. But, like, I was in the gym where people was, like, throwing money down, throwing 20s, and throwing it. And I was like, I can only wish to be in your shoes at that point. I remember the grit that Conrad was like, yo, he even talked. Conrad was like, no, it's not going to be. And he was not only fouling dudes, but he was getting clean blocks on dunks. Dudes today. DeAndre Jordan cannot get a clean block on a dunk with two hands. This yeah. dude was going up with one hand and saying, no, not today. Swinging shots. 90% of swinging. is moving yeah. out the way this when LeBron is, coming in the lane. Timing, dude, he's chopping his feet like, oh, you coming into the... The only way Half Man got it is when he got he moved to the side and got that little chippy dunk, and he got the payday, but... Conrad was a beast. So the energy in that gym, I just remember Skip like just being a showman. He was a natural showman. Like he, it wasn't even about the plan. He, he did he that was because young dude. Shit at that point too. Right? Yo, yeah, he was mad young. He was in his teens then, and so. And they throw the music. The thing is with him that. is that his moves, crazy. his moves were counters. Dudes would double team him, and he was threw the ball through their legs to get the split the double team. Yeah. And he would spin off the off guy and get mm-hmm. the ball and then finish. So I'd just be like, "Yo, how are you thinking this that?" This is you, what you don't see on the. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, how do you, you how do you how do you today. think that? How no. do you think to do that? And the times his best moves is when he got fouled, mm-hmm. because dudes would foul him directly after he did the move. Be like, "Oh no, you're not you're not scoring after that. <laughs> you're not scoring after that." <laughs> you not, just tried to not embarrass me. <laughs> like his best moves is somebody fouled him. His best move, he dribbled backwards on somebody. Yes. Backwards on yes. up the court yep. on a dude's chest, mm-hmm. and the dude was playing tough defense. He literally back dribbled through the back of his legs, not the front, through the back. Watched Man, him skate, made, yep. made the pass, <laughs> turned off backdoor cut, and was like, "Oh, I hit it." What do you do? What do you do? Man. What do you do? What do you do? Crazy. I just wanted to bring that out. Now, Slim, what are you two? Um, what are you two? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little different, and because we're talking about street ball, somebody that wasn't mentioned. First of all, I'm going to go with Homicide, Corey Williams. Damn, why did I not think of that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Why did I not think about that? I swear to God, I was thinking Homicide. I was going to say, if he didn't say it, I was going to be like, yo, you forgot about Homicide, man. Two side notes. 
Homicide was in the movies me and Slim was into doing in the park with my man Bobito. Mm-hmm. Um, second side, Homicide had a sneaker. He did. He worked with kicks. He did. He had his he own did. sneaker. But I would give him something. Him, him and Ron Artest. He did. He did mm-hmm. have a sneaker. I, yeah. would, I would give Homicide Reeboks. Hey, I, mm. I feel like Reeboks is the mm-hmm. great company of yeah. sneakers. Okay. Like, yeah. it don't he be a lot style. of style. Yeah. It don't be a lot of... It just yeah. be substance and grit. And that was Homicide. Like, when you watch Homicide play, like, you hear your Homicide 40. Yeah. you like, I don't watch him do play. You watch him play, you like, how is he giving y'all 40? He has Easy. no jump shot. No handle. His handle is not crazy. Easy. He's just pulling you it's to the rim and ends. getting a layup every day. That's it. It's too LeBron. Like, like every time. Another real talk. Like, we watch him. Like, you know, when I first cool. watched Hamasad, even now when I watch Hamasad, I'm like, yo, like, how strong is this dude? Yeah. Like, can y'all really not get in front of him and do anything about what he's doing? It's nothing crazy what he's doing, but he's going to give you 40. Yep. He's not going to pass the ball. Nope. He's going to get no assists, nope. but he's going to give you 40. He had a rivalry. He had a rivalry. He had a rivalry with Ali. Everybody. He played. Okay. Everybody no, no. wanted to get at him. Everybody. Because that was when. Who is that? A butter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and A butter. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was just like, I'm, I'm about it. Yeah. I'm about it. Um, yeah, I like that. So I went with old school. So now I'm going to go with a young, uh, more newer player. I'm going to go with Abby. Mm. I, I, I love Abby, man. I, 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 I love Abby. And I would yeah. give Abby Adidas because I feel like Adidas is for God. You got James Harden. You got Litter. Mm-hmm. T-Mac was on Adidas. So the way he moves, like I said earlier, Abby go 100 miles per hour, hit you with four moves. And you like, how? He already at the rim. You look at him like, what did he just do? So I will go with Adidas for Abby, like something like some crazy eights mm. or something mm. like that for Abby. That's kind of cool. That's yeah, cool. yeah, like that's give him a shoe that's already out. That's, that's official. Cool. That's kind of cool. I just like we talking about it, and even even with Mike, because I know Mike. For you, for you to pick, for you to pick the player that you pick, it's just kind of like I look at all of our age groups, and it still comes down to like how we're based in New York. New York is a different breed of ball. Like we don't. You think that we're flashy. And we're not like we like we're not like dude, the most basic player. You go somewhere else like we might go to Virginia. They look at us and be like, "Yo, like what are you guys doing? Y'all running plays? Like no, we play. Like we play ball. Like you know what I'm saying? They'll look at me and they're like, "Oh, I got him." I'm like, "That's the worst mistake you can make, thinking that I'm a, a post player when I can score in the post and take you outside and dance on you." Like you, you I'm from New York. I have to. I had to learn both. You mm-hmm. couldn't have be one dimensional. I'd get on Mike and I'd be like, yo, Mike, if you don't put that ball down and make an extra dribble or make an extra pass or sweep through and do this, like, you gotta. And Mike be like, he cuts his game short because he wants other people to win. When I play with Slim, I yell at Slim, shoot the ball, shoot the ball, shoot the ball. Because Slim is a pass first person. Since I met Slim, I'll be like, Slim, you live guarding you five feet, shoot. I'm gonna get the rebound, shoot. Shoot, you got to make them draw to you, then you can counter. Nah, ball, but I see you cutting. You had the man in the post. I'm like, yo, son, shoot, shoot. When I play with Rome, Rome reminds me, real talk, when I played with you the first time, where was we at? We was in um, the racket. We, we was in the racket. racket. And I was yeah. like, yo, this dude reminds me of when I came up playing. Like when dudes just, no nonsense. It was, I'm going to the basket. <laughs> I'm here, like I'm here. There wasn't no, like, I'm, I'm jab-stepping you. I'm like, no, 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 I'm going right. 
and you got to be stronger than me to stop him. New York, you had to real quickly identify, oh, he's lefty. Make him go right. Mm-hmm. You had to quickly identify, he's a shooter. What are you going to do? What are, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? We got to for everybody. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, other other states can say, oh, we got good bowlers, but we far outweigh you in numbers. <laughs> in New York, we far outweigh you in numbers. And we're not even going to talk about, we're talking about the past right now, because right now it's a current state in New York. Where things are changing. Changing in the guard has happened, but we had a 10-20 year span where it was trash. Rucker Park has been empty. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. You know, Tri-State. Mm-hmm. What was the other one that was when we went That's Tri-State, right? Yeah, Tri-State. That yeah, that's a little What happened to Kingdom? King, oh. We can go we can, we can go down Used to be We can go down A long list What happened to Kingston tournament we can, oh, Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying We can go that? down A long yeah, list of yeah. tournaments That failed And also I look at the sneaker companies That try to capitalize that Tri-State was Jordan brand Reebok took over Rucker um, Adidas is everywhere on the low, Adidas is our personal yeah. friend in the LES, my man BG. He got his tournament popping now with Adidas. And Adidas is like low-key sneaking did y'all, in. Did y'all know that Adidas took over Hoops in the Sun? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And Hoop in the Sun has still been like, it's been striving. It's It's staying steady. steady because it's just so hot at Orchard Beach. Like, they're not lying. In the title, they're not lying. There's no shade. You are in the sun. That's it. That's the one time when Slim texts me like, yo, I'm going to Hoop in the Sun. I go... <laughs> like I be there at eight, and I and I live, I live ten minutes away, and I'm like, oh my, no, see, <laughs> see, that's cool. That, you do that. The thing, the thing with Hootsin' and Sun, and I love Hootsin' and Sun. I'm actually really cool with uh, Joe, mm-hmm. Joe and Randy. I, the thing about Hootsin' and Sun is like almost like Pro City. When you go to Hootsin' and Sun, you get in a structured. Yes, 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 yes. First of all, it's 12 minute quarters yes, in that sun. So Yo, shout out to all players who play in the sun. Because 12 minutes in that quarter, 12 minute quarters in that sun Yo, is ridiculous. Yes. So if you come in there with five, just kill yourself. Word. Like you're not finishing yeah, the game with not. five players who can sign. But it's a struck. Even down to the announcing that who's in the sun. Like I've had a lot of people come to me, oh, I don't try to do who's in the sun. I can't I can't announce like that. But it's a different way of announcing what they do with Hoops and the Sun. It's like watching an NBA game. The Hoops and the Sun just baking because it's hot as hell out there. And you ain't got a fresh cut. That's, you got a little right. fro. Yeah, Mike, you ain't going to make it a Hoops and the Sun, know. Mike. I don't go over there. That's what I, I know already. No, I, 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 I ain't uh-huh. going I've been there. For, actually, I watched Smush play up there. And, um, Smush my, other, my other yeah, man. Ron Artest be up there. Ron Artest plays in, in, in uh, whatchamacallit, in Venice Beach, yeah. in the same sun. Like, I don't know what he... Ron Artest is a different breed. That's his yeah, hyperbolic. Yeah, Ron Artest is a different dude. He's a different breed. I can't think of that guy's name. Kenny, Kenny Satterfield. Oh, oh yeah, oh, Kenny Satterfield. Satterfield. Yeah, Satterfield. Satterfield. Yeah, Satterfield. Yeah, Satterfield. Satterfield. Yeah, Satterfield. He played. Satterfield. He played. I watched him play up there. Yeah. So you know, I've been up there a few times. That tournament is really mm-hmm. official. Yeah. Yeah. Satellite yeah. stays yeah, in that area of the Bronx because yeah. he's he's from where I'm from. And Watson, he dropped. Corey Fisher broke his record when he Corey Fisher dropped that hundred points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sat a, he, he he had, had the like, record. Yeah, the, I think it was like sixty or something like that. Oh, he was okay. like, yeah. Kenny like, Satterfield was a problem. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, another one. He actually went to the league too. Denver. Yeah, yeah he, he went to the league. Like, yeah. Dudes did it. Yeah. But see, we're going to get into the interview portion of this, and I want everybody like to interject. Like, but I've known Slim over... <laughs> over <laughs> like, I just posted something on Facebook, and like we went... I remember when um, I first started my job, we went to the car show. And it was 13 years ago. I had to look at the date. It was, like, it was 13 years ago, so I went to the car show. And I was just like, wow, 13 years ago. 
13 years ago. And we were friends before that. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it's 13 years ago. So I want to say a good solid 15, to be fair. Because we wasn't that close. We played ball. We got closer when we started balling at Chelsea. And so I know on that, of course, we started off as rivals. I hated the dude. I, I hated it. I, I walked with the gym like, yo, nah, I'm killing this dude today. Like, none of this post work no more. None of this bully but I'm killing this dude today. And, like, and it's funny because when we met, we met at Carmine. And, and Carmine in, in New York is um, a parks department rec gym. And it's over close to West Street, West 4th Street, of course, and over there. And Carmine is a popular, popular gym. Everybody's been there. Everybody's yeah. passed through there. Everybody knows about it. You know, they have, it's like, it's one of those smaller yeah, gyms small, in the circuit. Yeah. They have a track over the, the full court, which is annoying. Yeah. Yeah. But it's one of those things like a right to pass is at the street ball player. It's kind of like you had to play here. You had to play there. Similar to like a basketball game. Yeah. Like, you got to go to but certain levels, courts and levels, and levels. And levels. So I always felt that if I did well at Carmine, I can actually follow these guys to West Fort Street. I was by myself back then. I didn't travel with a team. I didn't come in there with nobody. My man put me on, and I didn't even go there with him anymore. My man Tiger, he was like, yo, come here, this good run. And I was like, all right, cool. And I joined. I was like, yo, these dudes is balling here. Like, this is the type of ball. And we clashed. We definitely clashed. But I'm more so, I wasn't mad at Slim, like how I, we, we get mad at other players. I was mad at Spike. Spike <laughs> is our other boy. And, and Spike is a shooter. And Spike is a mouthy shooter. I would get mad because I never matched up with him. But whoever matched up with him, he would out-talk them and wind up losing. And I would just be like, yo, like, why are you talking to this dude? Let's play ball and give me the ball. Side note, <laughs> this is going to lead into the segment, in the interview segment. The biggest time me and Slim got together is when him and Spike had a beef. And I'm going to make sure, I'm going to send this episode to Spike. <laughs> on, episode, on the real. So him and Spike had a beef, and I'm not even going to go into the details of it, but they, it got to the point where they almost went to blows. And so, and so it got weird. In the gym, the basketball community, and it, this was so weird, the basketball community would come up to me and be like, yo, I heard Slim and Spike are not talking. What's going on? Do you know what's going on, Bob? They're not playing ball anymore together? Is it basketball or is it outside of basketball? And that's how you know basketball is like a family. Because dudes is like, dudes was generally concerned. Dudes I never met, they just knew I was cool with them. They wanted to know what was going on. So one day, me and Slim is playing, and my boy Slow comes up to me. He's like, you're wrong. They're going to run the offense through you now? Because <laughs> Spike is not here. And I was like, I don't know, man. We just playing. He said, but y'all should. You can score. Slim can give the ball. Y'all should just run the offense through you. Spike be shooting too much. He shoots y'all out of games. And I was like, yo, Slim is the point. He's going to run the game. We're going to play within rhythm. And Slim was like, yo, bro, I'm going to this whole game. I don't care who's in the game. I'm going to the whole game. I said, just put it up there. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And that was back when my knees was good. <laughs> my weight was down. I, we was balling. And we anybody that came in the gym, this thing about New York, Mike says it, Rome says it, Joey says it. If defense doesn't take over your game first, mm-hmm. you're not a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dudes that come out here and there's offensive. Mm-hmm. But, but the people we all mentioned as streetball players, or defensive-minded dudes first, but maybe not skip. But 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 everybody else. He still had to guard people. Yeah, right, he still exactly. had to he still had to guard yep, tough guards. Yep, he did. But defense to me was like, damn, if I can stop this team, they're gonna remember me. Mm-hmm. Not that I scored. You are gonna forget that I scored. But if I can stop you, you're gonna think twice. You're gonna think twice about going to the paint. You're gonna think twice about doing that. But when this whole tip happened, I had to become an offensive person. And Slim was just like, yo, just go after it. And the best pass, the top three passes I've ever received in my life and was an alley-oop clap that Slim threw me on a whim. 
and Carmine. We was running Carmine this day. I was scoring, he was diving me. Every time I caught the ball, it was two dribbles and a put up. He threw the ball up and the dude fouled me and I caught it a good three feet above the box and clapped it so I couldn't fall and made the basket. And I came down and I looked at him and I was like, I've never done that in my entire life. <laughs> because I caught it, I caught it with the same hand I clapped it with. And nine times out of ten, I don't do that. I'll put the other hand in. I caught it, I got bumped, and I leaned to the side and clapped dumb hard. And I, I remember having this much of my hand on the backboard and I looked at him I was like oh, what's going to be a wrap for this dude <laughs> if Spike don't get back I said it's going to be a wrap for you guys if I'm doing this in the gym and I felt like how Kawhi Leonard felt like when he started scoring yeah. I felt like oh snap I can, like, I can score on dudes and we were killing people to the point that Spike got mad <laughs> and was like oh they're not going to win without him I was like, yo, dude. Oh, people was like yo remember that they're winning <laughs> they're coming in here and they're winning they're winning and I just remember like I was like damn is diming me, son. I was catching passes and not looking. I was in the post, finishing, up and unders. We played in tournaments where I would get an outlet pass from the jump ball and finish and get fouled from Slim. I would look at him and be like, I'm on a break. I'm on a break. Get it. Get it. But not only that, unbeknownst to a lot of people, Slim has a lot of bodies on his, on his count. And he balled back in the day. You may not get it now. To be fair, you may not get it now. But when we balled in tournaments... He's made people fall. He's made people lose their shoes. He hurt a dude's back. He's hurt a dude's knee. I remember I had to call a timeout because he literally collapsed the dude like a folding chair with an around-the-back move. And I called timeout to laugh, to sit down on the side and laugh. And to this day, I will laugh about it hysterically because I remember the dude, literally, he folded up and was like, ah, ah. <laughs> you're going to wheeze. I said, oh, man. And then now, fast forward, when I got to know him, I noticed he announced at West 4th. And at West 4th, you know, it's, it's an upbeat game. It's, it's one of the premier tournaments at that time in the city. West 4th is not that anymore. And I was like, oh, this is what he does. And I sat and I watched on the fence like everybody else. And the love this man gets from his peers, seniors, and up and coming from announcing, people don't come to West 4th no more if he's not announcing. People, people literally say, oh, his Slim's not announcing? I'm going back to work. <laughs> I'm, I'm going back to work today. Oh, you're not announcing the games, dog? I'm not coming over here no more. I came across town. I'm on the east side. You're not announcing anymore? So then it became a bidding war for him. My man BG has his tournament. He keeps selling them false jeans, and I'm calling you on it, BG. You keep saying you're going to steal my man Slim away from Showcase where he really shines. Mike, you've been there yeah. with Showcase where he gets out. He makes the game the game. These mm -hmm. dudes start playing different because Slim is on the mic. I've seen these dudes... Literally calm down and then, and get, then hyped. get hyped. Be like, oh, Slim is old. The game is hype. And he's not booby smooth. He's not running and being animated. Mm -hmm. But the, the voice carries and how he sells it. And the fact that he knows every player, it's not. he's not looking at a paper and saying names. He's like, yo, I know your game. Is he going left? Oh, you're going to stop him from going left today. Oh, you're going to stop him from getting 10 rebounds. Are you going to stop this team from getting being undefeated? And he gets, to me, as a ball player who never had an announcer like that at a game, I just, I watch these dudes get past. These are overseas dudes. These are college dudes. These are fresh, freshman college dudes, high school, elite. He's announced them all, and they all dap him at the end of the game like, yo, my man, you made the game. I want to play in the tournament again because of you. Not because of the competition, mm -hmm. because you. And that's in, that's a big part of NYC basketball. People don't understand, like, yeah, like when you come to New York, announcing, announcing is different. Like, if your, your tournament is is whack and you don't got to announce it, dudes are just coming in to get run. Mm -hmm. When you got to announce it, dudes start looking around like, oh, 
right. we on the scene. Like yeah. we we here. I hear Slim's voice at one police plaza when I'm walking up to showcase, mm. and I'm like, oh, the games is popping. Today. Like I get hyped. I'm like, oh, I'm on two blocks away. This game started. I gotta get, <laughs> I gotta get in my seat. I gotta get in there. To the point, I told people, not unbeknownst to him, there was a year that this dude was talking crazy at a tournament, and Slim was just being a New York MC on the mic, ragging on people in the crowd, ragging on people's clothes, and the dude took it extra personal, <laughs> and the dude was like ready to fight, and he really said, oh, we can do it with the ones, and Slim was like, yo, I got my bodyguard here, and I stood up, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like, what, what, you, what, what, what we doing? What we doing? It, do, it changes then. It changes then because that's that's to the level. This man has came to the to defense of me on the court. I wasn't cool with everybody at West Fork. And he stepped up for me when the dude Scarface was getting crazy. And I was actually had my best game at West Fork. My most memorable game, I guess, <laughs> would be with that day because I didn't miss. And he was smiling me every game, every play, because he didn't like the fact that I switched teams <laughs> that day. And he... He started getting mad because I started making fun of his scar and joking on him. And Slim, Slim stepped up as a friend would, and he was like, "Oh, so you want to fight for him?" So I was like, "Yeah, I'll fight for him." <laughs> like, what, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? And this—that's just—it's so NYC. But him, I can tell you one thing about him, and it, it, it bleeds over into his announcing and his career and what he is. That he's a very loyal person. He's taken L's. He could have went to other places and prospered. But he's very loyal to Showcase. He's very loyal to certain areas. And he feels like he started out here, I'm going to finish here. And I'm going to work with you. And I'm going to bring you with me. But when it comes to the questions I have to ask you, number one, I know you're a ball player. We all know you're a ball player. We've all seen you. Man, we talked about it. With regards to the state of street ball basketball, from what you've seen from the time we've been playing together to now, how do you feel it is going? And what, what direction do you feel is going in, rather? Nah, so it's, it's, it's a tough question because you still do have a lot of good ball players out here. But I just feel like, and I don't think it's just New York, I think it trickles down, you know, the competitive nature of basketball has declined. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of buddy ball now. You get a lot of, oh, I scored you, and you score back on me. Nah, I scored on you, I'm locking you up next mm-hmm. possession. I don't want you to score. Um, these kids don't take this game seriously. We know a lot of kids with talent. Yeah, yeah. We talent. Do. And you know, like, yo, what, what you doing with this talent? Oh, I'm just chilling. You know, I'm just chilling, playing ball, playing ball. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> do you understand that you can go and get a free ride doing this to college? Not to call our names, we got no kid, Brian. Brian Ramos. Call him Justin Timberlake. Yeah, my man JT. Kid yeah. is six four. Mm-hmm. Handle. Handle. Can shoot from half. In a jump with ease. With ease. With ease. Switch your Omar with him. Mm. I'm yeah. having a conversation with him. I'm like, yo, B, what you, mm. what you going to do with this? I'm just chilling. Just chilling. You 19 ended up problem right now. I wish I was 6'4 with a jump shot at 19. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't do the game serious, so I just feel like the competitive nature all, all across the board is like, even with tournaments, everybody want to play on Sean Bell. Why y'all all want to play on Sean Bell? Nobody, nobody wants to beat Sean Bell no more? Yeah. I see a lot of dudes, they be on the team, they play against, and it, I, I love Rob for this. They'll play against Sean Bell. They'll get 30 on Sean Bell. Take the L, but they get 30. Next summer, they're playing with Sean Bell. Mm-hmm. What? You gave them 30? Like, just, you can beat them. Why you? Everybody wants to play in Sean Bell. So it's like, and I think it trickles down kind of from the NBA. That's my biggest beef with the NBA now yeah, is yeah. the superstar teams are really killing me. Like, buddy, buddy. The yeah, buddy, buddy. Like, yeah, I can't deal with it. It's like, I don't want to watch a game where it's Cavs versus Hornets and shout out to Kimber. 
holding down to Charlotte. Yes, yes, yes. But, but I feel horrible for him. Yeah. Because every night he goes into a game with no chance to win. Because instead of it's him by itself versus LeBron and, 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 and this person, that person, this person, that. So it's like, even with OKC, mm-hmm. I, when that whole thing with OKC, I'm like, oh. So now you got Melo, Paul George, and Westbrook. Like, oh. it's, you know, so I feel like that's the biggest two issues with, with, with basketball as a whole is this, the stacking teams and the lack of competitive nature. Nobody want to beat nobody no more. They want to play with each other. So I feel like that's and I feel like it's on a decline. You go around New York City parks now. I walk around a lot and I go, yo, this is a good ass park. Why nobody here? Yo, I swear to God, <laughs> I don't that's walk around. Fact. That's 100% fact, With the fiberglass, because I, yeah. I grew no. up with, they ain't no fiberglass mm-hmm. backboards or Metal nothing. Backboard. And the net still the on brown, the basket. The all brown that. trash. <laughs> they, ain't, they, they, they spray painted on mm-hmm. the lines and stuff. And then you walk around these new courts and it's... Clean, empty. It's, clean. It's, it's a father with his kids shooting yeah. around. Yeah. It's an old, it's an old, it's an old white dude. Yeah, doing shooting. shooting. Mm-hmm. He put the net up himself. Himself. Uh-huh. <laughs> you like, yo, nobody's playing. Where's the kids at? I think that go with a shift though. Like, I think that goes with a shift in, in sports too. Like especially in New York now, you see so many soccer fields now. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's so many mini soccer fields and stuff out there. A lot of these kids, this is true. They like basketball, Liter- but literally soccer, every park that I've seen redone has acclimated a certain area for soccer. soccer. The schoolyard by me, ninety three, mm-hmm. has a small well, soccer, soccer field. field. Like and in soccer, with the, nets. the money you <laughs> could get in soccer. Mm-hmm. Not no disrespect to the NBA, oh, but course. the money you get in soccer, yeah, if course. you're good and you get to travel the and world. And you can get it at a teenager. You yes, can get it at 15. You can start at 15, yeah. 16. Yeah, you can get out it. Here. Like, yeah, I so I think I think that's a little part of it, too, when you look at NYC. I, I think a big part of it, too. You know, a lot of older people say social media plays a big part in it. Mm-hmm. Now people are just doing stuff. Just to get on Instagram, just to get a highlight on Instagram. It's not all his life. Yeah. yeah. You know, what you're Shout out to all of them. they doing their thing. They I are. I feel like they are. sometimes these get kids, yeah, it's like they just, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, money, too. Yeah. Money on the low has kind of ruined the tournament level as far as because I'm seeing now, like, high school kids getting played, mm-hmm. playing tournaments. Mm-hmm. We was in high school. We fiending for somebody to come to us and go, you want to play? Yeah. Like, I... I yeah. yeah, I'll give you money yeah. right now. Like, how much yeah. you want? Like, I'll go my yeah. wallet now. It's like these kids, I was, I was at Dykeman, you know, not to throw no names up like that. I'm at Dykeman, I finished watching high school game, and I'm looking to the side, and like, the coach is paying all the kids. Nah, what? A lot of people don't know that's what goes on. In high tournament. school kids are getting hey, played to play in now, I, I knew that was going on for, like, the pro levels. I did not know that was going on for high school. You, when you put me on, we was at Watson, and you were saying kids was turning down to play in that tournament because it wasn't enough bread. I'm like, oh. Listen, man, I hear that you. Was, uh, that <laughs> was in the agreement. I said, the dude's not playing for the love anymore. You know, like, I don't got that love. I hit a kid up that I know for that same tournament. I said, you're playing that NY versus NY today? He said, nah, because I, I can't get a ride. I said, is it out of, is it out of town? Yeah. It's in New York. Mm-hmm. So I can't get a ride, man. Nobody, nobody coming to pick me up. Trains run 24 7, man. I said, all right, bro, you, you have a good day. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't, I ain't nothing never you can say. Game ever. Yeah, ain't nothing you can say to that. I ain't going to lie. I, I, I agree with y'all 100%. Because I remember the first time. Up. I remember the first time I played in the Rucker tournament. I played in that joint. 
and I was I was a sub, but I actually played, and I was so I was so nervous. That's a lot of <laughs> I was so nervous, and you know my coach at the time, which was Earl Mandigo, oh, wow. he told me, listen, Great. he told me, listen, he called me rookie. He said, yo, listen, rookie, you fast, you can pass. He said, that's all I want you to do. He said, if you do that, you're gonna keep the crowd in the game. They're gonna they're gonna know who you are. They're gonna ask for us to come back. Did exactly what he told him when I got in the game. Start setting up my teammates, passing the ball. Next minute, you know, everybody making shots. We win the game. Yo, who's that kid right there? Yo, he's like, yo, that's my rookie, man. That's how he used to talk. <laughs> yeah, that's that my rookie right there, man. Yeah. Y'all watch out. You know what I'm saying? Watch him. And see, that was my guy. Man. I'm glad you brought that up. That brings me to another note because. All of us here, we've had a senior. I like to think that I was Mike Senior. But I, 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 I like I like to think that, but I, I may not be. But we've all had a dude at the park that was like, "Yo, you can't do that. You can't do this. Do it this way. Right. Do it that." It may not even been at the park. It could have been a dude that was in passion because of the love of the game in New York City was so much like that. If a dude was walking by the park and he heard the ball bounce wrong. He would have put his bag down. I'm like, no, no, no. Come in. Let me, let me show you something. Let me show you something. Let me show you how to get it done. Let me show you how to get it done. And I think, as opposed to today's era, kids don't want to be told. Me and Mike fight mm-hmm. with a kid mm-hmm. at the gym mm-hmm. and be like, yo, you don't have to dribble. Get to your spot and shoot. And then keep it simple. And he wants to do so much every time. And we're like, you don't have to do that because you're not. Just take a dribble and shoot. You got a shot. And we and I look like and I'm, I just look at myself and I remember playing against dudes in Thames, coming home from construction work, getting dog, and dudes like yo, you if you can only go left, you are gonna be trash. Mm-hmm. If you if you can't go right, <laughs> this is not for you. You should leave the park. How do you feel? Do you feel that that senior element is still in oh, today's oh, basketball? Oh game? no, not at all. And, and like the biggest point, is what you said, they don't want to listen. They don't want to. Um, they feel I feel like they, they already feel like they're better than you when they see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're old. Oh, I'm a kill is old. I'm a kill is yeah. old dude. Whatever. First of all, you're not. Let's get that out of the way. Um, <laughs> but you're right. Um, like prime example, I got a great story too. Um, me and Kareem brought these young kids to the gym we go to on Sunday. Okay. The gym we go to on Sundays, a bunch of older white guys, not mm-hmm. you know. So they're they're slower. They're not athletic. He brings his kids. They're probably like 16, 17. It's one kid. You're 17. It's an old white guy guarding you gonna give you room to kick and shoot every time he shoot the ball he's doing the step over dribble to James Harden I watched him do it seven times and miss a shot so after the game I said said, come come, come in I'm at your question why are you doing a step over you know what the answer was I don't know <laughs> it's like a, said, that's a kid watching the highlights. Right. So I said, so let me ask you. I said, let me ask you this. So you just, I said, is he giving you room? He was like, yeah. I said, so te- so technically, what you're telling me is that you made an easy shot hard for no apparent reason. He goes, yo, you know what? You're right. The next next game he played, he didn't step back. He made four shots in a row. It's, but they don't want to listen to that stuff yeah. because if they don't, first of all, they don't if they don't feel like you can beat them or you're better than them. You don't know anything, but you gotta yeah, understand. Like, we, we go through that like young fella, I was 19 one time too, and like, I was a problem. Mm-hmm. So I know what you're doing, and I know what you shouldn't be doing. And it's like, it's, it's sad. And I think that it don't. We don't have that um, older person who's gonna tell you to do this and do that. Like you said, I have one growing up. Um, I mean, Champ. Champ was probably the best dude on my block. Champ Canard, actually Canard. He could have went to the NBA, but he wanted to be a doctor. Like that's how real this dude was, and he had a real simple game. Like 
so they they I used to be uh we had a block we had a room on my block. I never had to go to the park. We had a room on the block. I'd be out there six in the morning, shooting around, shooting around, shooting around. Chant would come out at seven. Do this, do that, do this, do that. Canard would come out. Canard take us. Canard was so good. He would take me and my friend. We was like 15, 16. We wasn't even that good. But he was so good that he could take us to the, any park yeah. and play against anybody and with us and win. Yeah. But as he's winning, he's, te- he's teaching us. When yeah. we get back in the car, he's teaching us. You see how I did this. You see how I did that. You see how he came about this. Yeah. So I'm taking all his knowledge. We don't have that anymore. And it's sad. And it's not even just on a basketball level. It's on a life level. Yeah. You got these kids that's wilding out and nobody's saying nothing to them. And then it's like you can't say nothing to them because they're not going to listen. Yeah. They're going to disrespect you back. Yeah. So then you're like, you know what, little fella? Do your thing. Mm-hmm. I'll come visit you in jail. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That's the have to mentality. But it, 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 it's very sad. They, they, the, the young, this generation has it a little a little more easier than we have. Even, even Joe and y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all still, y'all part of that era where y'all still working for what y'all got. Yeah. But the kids that's younger than y'all, everything is given to them. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, like we always talk about how we get sneakers and stuff like that. I wasn't getting Jordans back then. I wasn't getting none of that, man. You know what I'm saying? If I did get it, if I did get it, I had to do something really special to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? I'm going to get you those this time because you did that. But other than that, I wasn't getting that. Kids nowadays, they all wear Jordans. Everything, anything that's popping, Yeezys, whatever, yeah. they, they all they got them. Yeah. And they getting them from their parents. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But that's that's what it is. But we didn't get that. And that's another reason why they have that type of attitude. They feel entitled. They feel like they entitled to be, I could do this. It's all right. Yeah, I'm this dude. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's, it's not see, like you said, they end up in jail but you or see, something like that. The things now is like, I've seen the change now. And we watch, so we all have social media. We look at the Jelly Fan movement. We look at other movements across the United States. Like, we look at singular players, ranked players. And we look at non-ranked players. And now with the access of YouTube, and I know you know most of these guys because you've seen youth tournaments and high school tournaments and 18 and under, do you feel that the wave is changing now competitively? Because I feel competitively certain players have dog in them. Mm-hmm. Certain players come out and it's like, oh, today I'm getting 40. Whoever's, whoever's on the floor is eating that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, and I know you've seen these games and you've done a couple, announced a couple, do you feel that this era coming up now we're going to have some of that Westbrook energy, some of that Kobe energy, that dudes are going to come out and be like, yo, I'm going to be a dog on this team, and I'm going to be the alpha dog, and I'm going to let everybody else know that who, that's who I am, not feeling like I'm the man. There's a difference from being the man and feeling I'm going to be the dog. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm eating today. Honestly, I got to say no. I got to say no. I'm going to tell you why. One, like I said before, social media, right? Two things are happening with social media, right? Kids are scared to be a dog on defense because they're scared to get hit and it goes viral. Right. Then social media is messing up because not everybody wants to get on social media. Everybody right. wants to get on overtime. Everybody wants to get on ballers life. You're not getting on ballers. Yeah, like you're not getting on ballers life if you had 12 rebounds. Yeah. You feel me? Like, nobody's going to really care about that. Yeah. Like, a coach, job. Yeah. Yeah. A coach is going to care yeah. about that. Yeah. But overtime is not going to post that. Yeah. See, see what I'm saying? Um, you look at somebody like, now, uh, one kid I could say, and I love I love the kid, Baba. Baba, a.k.a. Lockup Game. Baba guards anybody full court. He gets hit. He got dropped out hoops in the sun by Isaiah Washington. And this is the crazy thing, right? He got, he was, he was getting cooked by Isaiah. 
never switched, never asked for switch, nothing. They took Isaiah out of the game because it was a blowout. They took Isaiah out. Baba went to the coach and said, put him back in. I want to continue to guard him. These other, and, and, and it was crazy because right after he put him back in, he dropped him. Mm-hmm. And it went viral. But I'm like, I respect the fact that even though he's already getting cooked, he still wants to guard him. A lot of these other kids, they're not doing that. Um, another kid, Alvin Rodriguez. She's going to smile. Um, <laughs> he made his name because he went at one of the best kids in New York, Kuda. Hit him with the in and out. Cranked him. Jim went crazy. I was there for that. Um, it was a Charlie Fernandez. I can do better better. After that clip went viral, Elvin just, just blew up. And I knew Elvin way before that. But he works hard. He plays both ends of the court. He's a hard every time he play. But, no, I don't think there's that many more dogs coming out because it's, it's now it's a fear and a buddy ball. It's like if he's nice, I want to play with him. I don't, don't, don't want to play against him. I want to play with him. So, no, I don't think so. You just named some good games. What's the best game you've ever announced? <laughs> wow. The best game I ever announced. That's tough right now. So many games, so many goodies. Um, the best game I ever announced was in uh, LDS Express, though. BG did actually let me rock out a couple of times. Um, LDS Express. Is that by a house? Yeah. yeah. Okay, right there. Yeah. But this was in the winter. They was in the gym. Mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven versus Brooklyn Stompers. Grown man action. Grown man action. <laughs> and I, Ocean's Eleven, one of my favorite teams in the city. Yeah, um, yeah they got Kyle Williams. Yeah. I call him haircut. I call him um, no haircuts because he got the crazy yeah. wild dress. Yeah. And I feel like he ain't been to barbershop in like 17 plus years. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was great game and Kai actually hit a game winning three with the clock running down. Mm. One of the best games I know. Do you think that your announcing career will fall out shadow you playing in New York City? Definitely. Do you want it to be that way? There's times we've had conversations where you go into a tournament and you shoot around before the tournament and you say I want them to know that I played the game too. I do. But and- when they leave, they remember who talked. They not remember who shot the game before. Mm-hmm. I've had, I've walked into gyms, shot around before I announced, mm-hmm. and like shot around with a team that's playing. And they're like, "Yo, can we just get something to play and not announce?" <laughs> like, but I, you, that's really, really. Every time I announce somewhere where I'm not known, right? And this happened <clears throat> maybe last month. I announced on three on three. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm talking. And the competition wasn't great. Some of the dudes was actually just bums. Yeah. So I'm I saw it, I saw doing it. I what I think or whatever. The dude come and it was weird because he's one of the worst players in the gym. He's like, "Yo, you doing a lot of talking. You know, you got to be the player do a lot of talking." Let me tell you something. I will give you my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me. I'll, I'll bring you this guy who's in high school, and I'll give you this work. Like, don't let, don't be fooled because I do this right. now that I don't play ball. I still play ball on a regular basis. I right. still hand out work. So, like, it, it, it was weird. Like, everybody assumes somebody will not don't play. Which right. is not true. Because from what I heard, Joe Poe, one of the best ball players in the Joe Bronx. Joe Poe is, I know Joe Poe, and he plays in the Bronx. Joe Poe can hoop. And, like, I mean, 
I don't like, know him personally, but nah, I've no, heard about him, no. man. He can ball. Dude. Joe can hoop. I've heard and he played, him, he's played with the dudes that hoop, mm-hmm. but he just doesn't do it anymore. Right. And he even lost weight, and I thought he was still hoop. He doesn't do it anymore. You got a young daughter, uh, Sadi. Sadi, body. I know that recently you've been trying to get her into basketball. <laughs> Do you think that she has a love for it? And if she does, would you want her to be not the stereotypical of what's going on in a city like that? Would you keep keep her in the grit cycle? Would you keep her in that circuit? The same circuit you went through with the West 4th, with everything else, with Battery, with Carmine. Would you get her down that road if she expresses interest in it? <laughs> Unfortunately, right now, I don't think she has a passion for it. I think it's more of a, this is my daddy's thing. I want to try it. But she doesn't have it. And it's where you ask a question, because I just had a long conversation with her about this. And I was telling her, like, if you love something, you can't be around it and not do it. Right. Prime example, right? I just went to West 4 before coming here just to waste time. Right. I had no basketball gear. I had no plans on playing any basketball. Right. As soon as the chance to shoot around, I shot around. Got into a, a shooting match with Mark, shooting from a half court. Doesn't yeah. be competitive. But I'm telling her, like, don't, you know, don't do something just because I do it. Right. I want you to do it, but I want you to want to do it. Right. Now, once you want to do it, now now we're going hard. Right. And now, as the second part of your question, if she really gets into it and she gets talented and she gets good and she wants to do it. She has your height. I am. <laughs> like, yeah, a little girl told her. Yeah. I'm throwing her to the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> like, go get it. I yeah, feel I feel this whole energy. Yeah. I was like, yes, that's that's how I'm gonna be. Yeah, like I'm I'm throwing her to the wolves. We're not. No, we're not. No. First of all, I don't I don't want to play with girls. Right. Like, she shouldn't. I don't want to play with girls. She shouldn't because if she don't play with girls, when she do play with girls, dog, dog. Look at Shannon Bobby. Be a bully. Look at Shannon Bobby. Shannon Bobby's brothers made sure she played with dudes, and when she went to West Fork, she would eat dudes alive. She went to the league. She was a first of all NCAA champion. Went to the league and dogged there. Unfortunately, it didn't yeah, trickle I'm, out I'm, well. I'm actually obsession about this. Yeah, in the she anymore. could be though if she wanted to. I thought she met her. She's a really cool person. Real cool her person. Book, I've known her dope. since she was. Little. I went to high school with her brother, and her, she was a real cool her, her person. Book is dope. So yeah, yeah I, I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm throwing. I, I want her to go to all the tough parks. I want to go to what's for. I want to go to battery. I'm throwing her straight to the Bulls. Cause I want. Her, I want her to build that grit that all of us up here have. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you don't build that grit if you're only playing the peachy peachy parks right. where everybody want to be your friend you're right. not getting that you got to go right. through battles you know yeah. you got to go through certain situations that's how you build that grit so now parks that don't have a name on it yeah so now if she go to school if she go to college none of the stuff is going to get to her nope. oh it's a crowd screaming it's, a, it's crunch time she's going to be like what come on <laughs> like come on my dad had me in, 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 in the, with the wolves mm-hmm. You know what? It's funny. This is a more so personal question because we've had these discussions with the surgeons of social media. When you started announcing, YouTube just started. We used to email each other videos of chicks walking with big butts and whatnot. And so, <laughs> the good like, old days. that was the only thing on YouTube back then. So, like, and and um, now we look at YouTube now, and I always we always have an annual conversation. I tell it, I tell you that you need to invest in yourself, and that you need, and I believe in you. And I believe in your talent. And I believe I've been there. And I've seen someone, just like what you described to your daughter, something that you love. Do something that you love and you're around it. You love basketball, but you also love the commentary of basketball. You see the colors of basketball. You see the shapes and sizes of the game. And you help the crowd to see it. And that's an important part of a commentary. There's some people, we've been to Hunter Pro, Nike Pro, 
and you heard me yell at the announcer of how, how boring he was. And how, it got me pissed off, like how boring the dude was. This and is you've my been team. to Nike Pro too. Mm-hmm. And the dude was so annoying, no. I got pissed off. And I and I don't like to curse, but he I said, You sucking all American. And I was like, yo, this is my and team. the dude looked at me. He I, he locked eyes with me and I stood up. I'm like, stop topping him off and announce the game. Any NBA dude that came there, he was like, NBA, Swiss Parker, two points. Sidebar. Sidebar. Sidebar, Sidebar to that. He's playing with the Lakers today. It's NBA two points. But anyway. Sidebar to that before yeah. you finish. I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. He's a patient at my job. Oh. <laughs> I'm a sip. I'm a sip tea. Yo. Anyway. So, no, no. Let me, let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah. Comes to my job. He's talking mm-hmm. to my manager. And he's like, yeah, you know. He calls my first name. He's like, yeah, you know, 18. I mentored him in announcing. Oh. Start some whole yeah. other oh, He walked off. I said, let me tell you something. First of all, I'm 10 times better than him. <laughs> Second of all, I've never had a conversation with him about announcing until he found that I know. So I don't know when he mentioned it. Picture a dry Clyde Frazier. <laughs> That's who this dude no, is. No rhymes. Like, no rhymes, no suits. <laughs> no razzle dazzle. No. But, like, you know how dry Clyde is yeah, already? Yeah. So take away all the oh, stuff that oh, gives him spice. Man. That's who this dude is it's with awful. a bad haircut. Man. <laughs> on top of that. Cause it's not even like balding; it's just a bad haircut, like on top of it. Like it's just it's, it, that's neither here nor there. But like I was saying, like real quick, we, I know that you want to take it to the next level. What can you do to change your announcing status? Hmm. First of all, I can actually finally take your advice mm-hmm. and invest in like some type of videography mm-hmm. to put myself out there more. I'm not really on YouTube. The most I do is like Instagram. Instagram, if somebody gets a video, be yeah. she gets a video, I'll, I'll post it up. Whatever. So mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I can uh, promote myself more, right. advertise myself more. Right. Um, that's pretty much, and I, and I feel like I need to start going for the bigger, for the big wigs of the you know the city, the bigger tournaments, the stuff like that. The water. They know you. <laughs> they know you. They definitely, they know you definitely know, know me. You get into every one of them, they know you. I think I that I wanted you to say it because I want you to make it happen. I want you to talk it into fruition. You're a talented announcer. People know you. You are literally at the door. You're at the door. And people in this podcast that listen know you. They know you. They know me. They know you. And people that know us for the last 13 years is synonymous as Slim Bar Spike, Slim Bar Spike, Core Basketball. Win or lose, you know the three of us, and you've known us from, from that point. And I want to say from Soul Search and everybody to keep doing what you're doing. Because it brings me back to a time when New York was New York. Mm-hmm. This is New York. This is basketball. People are going to talk on the sides. We're going to get at us. We're in a movie for talking on the sides. We're on somebody's soundtrack. Somebody took a sample of all of our voices and made a song of us talking on the side of basketball. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. This is a part of the city. And you carved down a niche. That's very rare for people in New York City to say that this, this is mine in basketball. A lot of people say, oh, I dropped 50, I dropped 100. No, this is mine. The data slim announced that game. When they tell a story, they got to tell the whole story, and you're an integral part. And that's important. And to keep that, your daughter's going to be able to say that. These things don't die now. YouTube don't die now. These videos are going to live on forever. We are fortunate to come in the era where it starts, and we're going to die before it ends. And so you're going to be in a part where somebody's going to be able to share that over and over again. It may not get a million views now, but it's going to be shared through a circle of family, which is NYC basketball. Mm. And I just wanted to share that. This is my brother. This is my man. 
We've been together for almost two decades. Facts. And I'm glad to have him on here. And we're going to get into that random thought part of this show. Hold on, I got quick. one question. And this, this might be some young Uh-oh. motherfucker. Uh, yeah, please, a- a- if y'all have questions for me, please, man. This might be some... I, uh, I know announcers by from giving nicknames. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, what are the best nicknames, the worst nicknames... How, what was one of the most memorable stories of a nickname that you oh, had to man. give to somebody because they had a messed up cut or something, or they came through and the sneakers was terrible? Yo, you know what? Or should, somebody should, just yeah. had 40 or something, or somebody just had a crazy game or something like that. I should let her answer this because <laughs> she she just be in the crowd laughing when I gave people nicknames. Um, So I was doing a high school game, this kid, and I, I kind of feel bad about it now because I think he actually had like a disorder or something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not one of my finest moments, but um, so he had like a really, really clean cut bow head. Yeah. You know, just he looked at old in the face. So I just call him somebody's in grandpa. The face. <laughs> <laughs> so, just the face. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I called some. I didn't give my um so many. The only the best names I gave was this kid um Eric. This is my guy too. Eric uh jumps out the building. Right, he's on a layup line. He's catching like 360s. All this first play of the game, we called a crazy lob. So I started calling him the last airbender. Mm. What made it so crazy was that, like two days later, I get an Instagram request from the last airbender. Wow! <laughs> and I'm like, that's, up, that's a real stand. Yeah. So that's like, a real stand. I'm like, yo, I see you changed your Instagram name. He was like, yo, I had to, bro. When you, you called me that, like yeah. I had to change. He he just put it. He just yeah. briefly See, those put are it back. That yeah. live like, you're right. So you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, recently somebody added me on Instagram, and I get a DM, and they're like, "Yo, um, you announced the first ball, not ball piece. You announced the first um Troy Fernandez charity game, and you gave me my nickname. Um, I called them. What did I call? I can't remember what I called him, but he repeated the nickname. And he was like, "I can never forget that. I won the MVP that game." And because of the way you was announcing, like, you just got me hyped and I had to kill everybody and I won the MVP, so I can never forget that. Like, stuff like that, I'm yeah. like, I screenshot I lo- see, that I and love, I save it. I like, love yeah. moments like that yeah. because, it lives like, on. that's deeper than yeah. the game. Like, hey, hey, you're, you're, you're 100% right, and that's when it goes yeah. deeper than just a job or deeper than just I'm announcing. Because now you got people who remember you. Like, like Voss said earlier, you got people who like, oh, Slim here, I got I to gotta show up. Yeah. I got to turn up. And, I, and Voss absolutely right. If I know... This dude can get 30. Mm-hmm. And I know that this dude likes to play defense. I'm going hard at that matchup. Because yeah. yeah. I want him to get 30. But I also want you to lock up. This is mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah. So now I'm putting the battery in both of y'all back. Yeah. So now Word. he's trying to get you 30. Meanwhile, you're trying to lock up. Because mm-hmm. Slim is saying what's, what's, what's about to happen. Yeah. So it's like, like you're right. That's the man. That's, I can forget the game. I can forget everything else. But mm-hmm. things like that, like somebody hitting me up saying you did this, you said that. That's that's what lasts for me. I got another question. How many times has it went wrong? Because I don't. Because I want to say this. There was a couple times, not too many times, where there was an announcer during the game, and I didn't took a bad shot or two. Because I was hyped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many times have you seen it go wrong? Oh man, many, many, many times. <laughs> like I just told a story. The dude really wanted to fight me because I was. Mm. First of all, he was blacker than me. 
<laughs> right? And I, I believe he had on all black that day. He did, yeah. And it, was, and, it, and it was like, the shorts was like that dirty, nasty, yeah. those shorts are mad old yeah. black. Yeah. Shorts. The faded one. Yeah. Like, oh, he had jean shorts. Yeah. yeah. Shorts. He was looking like a fresh paved road. Yeah. <laughs> he was looking like a fresh paved road. I'm trying to explain to him, like, first of all, bro, it's like 95 degrees outside. Oh, man. You're already black. So he's absorbing at 12.01 a.m. He's absorbing <laughs> so me as another dark-skinned fella, oh. I know what you're going through. You should not have to pick that outfit. Then, you know, you want to go, he had all this money. and uh, Well, you don't have that much money because you bought that yeah. outfit. Yeah. You would have bought some white shorts, <laughs> some linen yeah. shorts, and you had more money. So it has went wrong many a times. Mm-hmm. I had a couple dudes want to fight or get mad. Like you said, a, a lot of these, and nowadays, a lot of these ballplayers are sensitive. Yeah. They don't want to be talked to. Yeah, you know, be, uh, I try not to be disrespectful. There are some really disrespectful announcers out there. Yeah. Like into families and, and stuff like that. I've heard, I've had a lot of refs come to me and go, you know why you're good? Because you're not disrespectful. You don't mm-hmm. cross the line mm-hmm. to where it's like a personal attack. You're, you're just announcing a game. I'm like, because at the end of the day, like, who am I to personally that. attack anybody? Right. Like, yeah. But I will go hard. Your sneakers are jacked up, or yeah. your haircut is not right. I'm definitely going to talk about it. Yep. You know, what I mean? And then you got the people that's, that's putting ammo in your back. Of course. Real, real quick funny story, right, about that, which is to say it goes horribly wrong. So I'm announcing Showcase. They had this dude. Dude had to been about four foot five, right? <laughs> he has girl with him, whatever. He's playing. Napoleon. Yeah, so I'm calling him the mini truck, Right. Going on, you know, doing the game, whatever. And the funny thing was, I wasn't really cracking on him. It was somebody else in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Long story short, fast forward. I'm walking to Chicken Spot like two in the morning in my hood. Oh, you that announced that I was talking to all that crowd about my man? What? <laughs> like what? It was him and his girl, mm-hmm. and she was highly upset that I had short jokes on her man. But I'm like. Been short since you met him. Yeah. Like this is not the first time you've yeah, heard a short this. joke. Yeah. You knew he was like, short. Yeah. She, was she probably, short. She, yeah, probably taller than him. she was taller than him. I'm, like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure your family does this all the time. What did you expect to happen when he came to the park and got dressed? You expected nobody to say anything about his height? He put up buckets <laughs> on. He was balling. No. no. He said no. He's four eight. What you want him to do? Oh, <laughs> Muxy status, yo. man. Put up some buckets. Yo, real quick, man. I want you to show. You talk about what you're doing next week. That hoop, um, Hoops for Peace. I know uh, you're announcing over there. Balling for Peace next week. Crazy. April 21st. The lineup for the. Oh, my God. The lineup is crazy. I mean, you got John Quay, you got Graf, Yandy. Um, some, you got a dunk contest with some, some great dunkers. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyreek, you know, sometimes you play a role, you just get that name. Tyreek from Power is going to be there. It is, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, Young rapper. Got his name, one sorry. of the youngs? Yeah, one of the, one of the young young. rappers. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Commodore is going to be in the building. Mm-hmm. To me, he's the funniest dude on Instagram right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Fat Boy is going to be in the building. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a movie. Where's like, it going to be at? Um, Elm Call Recreational. Um, facility in Queens, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think this will be out. This will probably be out after, yeah, <laughs> after. But after. they gonna know that you was there. But yeah, if yeah. they go, they gonna know that you was the guy that was on the mic. Big time shout out to um, H2O for putting mm-hmm. this together. This is four fourth year doing it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's a movie every time. On Star, my boy. On Star gonna be there. 
with the kid. It's, it's, it's crazy. I gotta get the address. I'm, I'm out in Queens. Yeah. We'll send that information. We're we gonna, gonna post it up. Out there, we can post it up. It's yeah, not a problem. We're gonna post it up on the page. Definitely. We're gonna wrap it up real quick. Yeah. I don't think we got enough time to do the random thought today. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to show some love once again. This is my brother. We appreciate you coming out. Yeah, man. Appreciate Thanks for having you. me. For sharing some stories. Yes, man. Definitely. And um, we're just gonna go around the room, give out your handles. Sneak Attic Eleven. Name is subject to change. We're not changing. Yeah, we're sticking. We're going to leave it. You can change the number. That's it. Change the number. Stocky box? Come on. Nah, I like stocky box, bro. I ain't even going to lie. Stocky box, stuffy box. No, I don't. Go around the room and finish the episode. Oh, my goodness. Soulful Mike, S O L E F U L M I K E on IG and Twitter. Yeah, just me roam on Instagram, Uptown, Downtown, Rums Brown. Yo, it's the kid, Joey Go, 24 oh, My people, bad. Man. I, I can't help it. Help it. Damn. I can't you help gotta, it. You gotta, it's your boy, you gotta, you gotta Joey guess, Go, I'm a, I'm a rapper, my bad. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just ready. I thought he was closing it. No, but you go ahead. You not. He was. I was actually trying to point to you, but go ahead. Yeah, you got I it. I feel weird. Now. Yo, it's Joey Go 24K. <laughs> go to the Instagram. Go buy all my albums. It's on iTunes. Problematic in stores. Instagram name is Slimothy1983. Real simple, real simple. Slimothy. Mm-hmm. Make sure you follow me. I follow back. I like a lot of pictures, too. Yo, we out of here, man. Appreciate y'all. Oh, yeah, thanks for having man. me, guys. All right. For sure, Yo, I feel man. like who's sure. right now. Let's go, man. Hold that ball talk. Let's go somewhere with a light.